Hello and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend. And today we continue with Lesson 6, Love Heals All Things. Section 4, All You Need is Love. We're going to look at paragraphs 4, 5, and 6, where Jeshua continues, Release the drama, release the dream, and choose to remember the truth that is true always. Return to the kingdom within, even prior to every breath. Remind yourself and say to your creator, I want only that which is true always. Love is what I am. Love is what you are. Love is what I receive. Love is who I am. I and my father are one. So beautiful paragraph here. Jeshua inviting us to release the drama. Where is the drama in your life? We are so drawn to the drama. It's like it's it's like the game we play. I think we create think about it. I think as perfect whole divine infinite eternal uh beings of pure consciousness. If what Jeshua is saying is true that we have access to there's no private information. I don't know if we've gotten to that yet, but <laughs> he he does talk about there's no private information. If we if we know everything, then maybe the game of it the game of life that we make up is this drama of seeming conflict, of seeming challenges. If right now you knew you were safe, you knew you were indestructible, you knew you were so loved, you knew you could create whatever you want, there were no limits, like you knew all that, maybe part of the fun would be like, oh, maybe it's fun for me to forget and then remember again. The joy of remembering. Let me forget that I am infinite abundance and have and can create an M, whatever. So let me pretend that that I've forgotten that I'm that and I live in lack and, you know, I live in a lack and scarce consciousness for the joy of remembering it because lack consciousness is not fun. But remembering that you are abundance is fun. Maybe I create this experience of unworthiness. Imagine that. Imagine God consciousness, imagine Jeshua or any of these enlightened masters feeling they're unworthy of God's love. I mean, that's what they're teaching is. So if I know that, maybe creating a little bit of drama because it stinks to think that you're unworthy. Not only does it stink, it's hopeless. It's the worst. (laughs) So let me create this experience of unworthiness for the joy and for the game and the fun of remembering that not only am I worthy, but there it's not even an issue of worth or unworth when you are directly connected to God and source. So we create this drama and perhaps we've created the dramas. I mean, we like stories. That's why we go to the movies. That's why we read books. Like we love stories, the hero's journey where there's some conflict, there's some challenge that the hero has to overcome and they learn and grow through it and get to the other side. Like we, we love that journey because it feels like we're getting somewhere. It feels like we're changing and evolving and growing into something, a better version of ourself. So perhaps in our life, we create our own dragons to slay, so to speak. Like we create our own limitation. Perhaps for the joy of overcoming it in some ways. Sometimes maybe we're like, I don't want to be in the drama. I just want to experience bliss and creation 
And maybe other times you're like, okay, I'm I'm bored of just doing and creating and experiencing bliss. So let me create a little drama. Let me forget a little bit so I can remember. And it's a fun game to play. And perhaps we're in this state right now where we've kind of gotten lost in our drama. We've forgotten. <laughs> we're like, uh, I've created this drama that I don't seem to remember that I created. And I'm kind of stuck here in a way. So Jeshua's like, hey, remember, <laughs> I'm here to show you the way out. Because it's, you know, it's, it's clear that you're kind of lost in your own drama. So Jeshua is inviting us to release the drama. What are, what are the dramas that you're investing in in your life that are creating an experience of suffering? Look, just look to any place where you're blaming someone. Look to any place where you feel conflict or you feel kind of hopeless or you feel trapped or you feel lost. That's the drama. Just you're saying if you when you're ready and if you want, you can let it go, because in truth, you're not in the drama. You think you are. You've created this situation for yourself. Release it. Release the dream, this dream that we've created, this dream of separation. It's just a dream. It's not true. What is true is true always, which is oneness with the divine. You can't separate wetness from water. So release the dream and choose. It's a choice. We're always choosing. Choose to remember. And I know my brain is like, well, how do I do that? I can't just remember. If I could remember, I'd do it right now. My brain likes to get get really snarky like that. And maybe it's as easy as Jeshua is inviting us. Make a choice to remember and then let go. Like we get so attached to, okay, I'm choosing to remember. Why am I not remembering? Why am I not feeling differently? It's because we are trying to be the maker and the doer. We want the instant results, so to speak. Just set your intention. Have your desire on God, on love, on source. Set your intention to be in that awareness the best you can, as often as you can. And then if you fall short of that in your human experience, don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't think it's hopeless. Don't don't be afraid that or get angry. Oh, God, where are you? You don't really exist because if you did, I would be enlightened by now. Just set your intention. Show up every day with an open heart and do your best. And when you forget or fall short, set your intention. Make the choice again. Jeshua was saying, choose again. You always get to choose again. We can be a little lighter on ourselves. Release the drama. Let it go. This need to be right that we all have. Let it go. Release the dream. Choose to remember the truth that is true always. Return to the kingdom within. It's not out there. We're so busy looking outside in the job, in the relationship, in the bank account, in the state of the world, in the economy. Return to the kingdom within. It's all inside of you. You know, it's the Gandhi quote. Be the change you wish to see in the world. We all want to see a world of peace and togetherness and abundance and prosperity and creativity and joy. We want to see a world where people are empowered in who they are and create to, for the joy of creating and it serves the whole. We all want to see that. But are we that way? Are we accepting or are we in judgment? Are we needing to be right? Are we in fear? Be the change. If you want to live in a world of courage, be the courage. If you want to live in a world where people uh, bring love and kindness to everyone, be loving kindness. But we just wake up, look at our phones, look at our to-do list, and we get into our unconscious mode, most of us. If you're listening to this, you probably do it less than most people. Jeshua is saying return to the kingdom within. 
even prior to every breath, as simple as the breath is, as much as, I mean, part of my work is is breath work, but it's not, you'll hear me say over and over again, I don't worship the breath. The breath is a tool. It's just only love heals. The breath is a modality and it's the most, I would say the most simple modality of, of the physical experience. But consciousness, awareness, this is what we are, loving awareness. Ram Das, Ram Das, love Ram Das. He has, with Revelation Breathwork, I'm always looking for music, and he has a music track that I think East Forest, how it spells with one R in Forest, uh, paired up with Ram Das Audio. I don't know if Ram Das made it just for the music, but there's one of his tracks is called I Am Loving Awareness. We've played it at the end of some of our classes because it's beautiful, and it's Ram Das talking about his mantra, and his mantra is I Am Loving Awareness. And think about it, like your awareness, you're not a body. I've been I've been toying with this idea lately of the breath, because in the book Conversations with Jerry and other people I thought were dead in the very first page, Irene Kendig, the author, is interviewing Jerry, who's dead and died on the other side through a, through a channel, through a medium. And, and she says, what's the most surprising thing about when you left your body? This is on the first page of the book. And Jerry says, I was still breathing. And then they get into this whole conversation about it. And Jerry talks about how the inhale is receiving and the exhale is expansion and expression. And I love that. And so just think about if you hold your breath. I was just doing it right now. You're still thinking, right? Your mind's still working. Your consciousness is still there. Think like I've been really practicing and like leaning into this idea as as a real experience in the body, so to speak, of of what this means. If you hold your breath, you're still very much aware. You still have thoughts. So when you take your last last physical breath in the body, if you are consciousness, you're still aware. You're still alive. You still exist. You just change form. You're just transitioning out of a physical body. And either returning or remembering a light body or the consciousness that you are, depending on what you know, things you follow. There's a lot of different descriptions and explanations of, of what the experience is like when you leave the physical body. But consciousness is all there is, this awareness. You are loving awareness. So when Jeshua says return to the kingdom, even prior to every breath – I would say it's this idea that as simple as breathing is, and as much as we think, well, you know, you can go 30 days without food, you can go three days without water, you can go three minutes without breath. Like that's how basic and essential breath is to life, physical life. And Jeshua was saying, even prior to your breath, as foundational as the breath is to this physical experience, that's not what we are. That's not who we are. Return to the kingdom within in your consciousness, in your awareness of it, because you desire it. Seek and you shall find. What you look for, you're going to find an experience. So if you start looking for and wanting union with the divine, that's what you're going to start to experience in all parts of your life, in the daily, in the con- – like I've been having so many of these moments lately of like very ordinary day-to-day stuff. Like walking from the front door to my car in the morning to drive the kids to school. And like the second I step outside, I'm hit with like this insane, intense beauty. 
And then I'll have a moment with my kid where we're watching my son. We're watching basketball last night. And just like, oh, this right here, this seemingly ordinary moment of us watching a basketball game and enjoying it together and getting caught up in the drama of the basketball game, who's winning, who's losing, all that kind of stuff, rooting for our favorite team. Like stopping myself and just seeing it from a higher perspective, from a higher consciousness, be like, ooh, this is joy. This is it right here. This is the kingdom right here. Not in what we're doing in the external, but this internal experience. It's all it's all God. But then our small little separate self tries to label and judge and make things mean certain things when we can just open our consciousness and be and experience that in our daily. Jeshua says, remind yourself and say to your creator with a capital C, to the divine, whatever word you want to use, I want only that which is true always. I just want the truth. It's like the matrix. Which pill are you going to take? Go back to sleeping and dream the dream or wake up and have what's true. I'd rather have what's true all the time. I want only that which is true because only true is love. Love is the reality. Everything else is illusion. Love is what I want. Love is what you are. Love is what I receive. I want it. I receive it. Love is who I am. I express it. I and my father, I and my birther, I and my source are one. The wave is still the ocean. It's still part of the ocean, just expressed in a certain way for a short amount of for a temp, for for a certain amount of time in time, and then it returns and it's still part of the ocean. That's what you are. Like, can we start healing work as identity work? This is identity work. You know, the Course of Miracles, Jeshua says it's mind training. You are training your mind over and over and over again to return to what is true, to reinforce what is true, to remember what is always is. And we continue with paragraph five. Jeshua says, here and here alone do you discover what you seek. Then you become free to walk this earth, to be in the world, but not of it at all. And though your friends will look upon you and still see a man or a woman who seems to act much like them, yet though they see it not, Christ dwells with them. Something in them keeps attracting them to you. They are not sure what it is. Is it the shape of your body or the radiance of your eyes? Is it not these things? They feel the quality. Oh, it is not these things. <laughs> it's not these things. Is that the shape of your body or the radiance of your eyes? They feel the quality of love. And this is why as part of our morning, I say hour, the morning meditation I do, which Jeshua gives us, the first five minutes, sit as a Christ would sit. Start to take on that identity. This is not blasphemy. It's destiny. It's what you are. Let's start. And the ego's going to try to hijack that. You're the Christ. What are you thinking? What is, you're the Christ. You're not special. You can't do miracles. Or who do you think you are? The ego's going to do that. So I notice it. And I'll be like, okay, ego, that's fine. Cool. Do your thing. I'm going to reside as the Christ. How would a Christ reside here? What would a Christ say here? How would a Christ be here? And then I open to that and trust that however that is expressing an experience, it's perfect in that moment. And, and if it shall grow within me, it shall grow within me. The same is for you. D, the Christ. Jordan, the Christ. Kelly, the Christ. Jennifer, the Christ. Kivan, the Christ. Jason, the Christ. 
put your name the Christ. Not it's not Jason Christ like it's my last name. It's a consciousness. It's an awareness. It's an inherent blessing of enlightenment, of truth. And you are that thing. Let us start stepping. Maybe you don't say anything. If it feels weird to say anything, then don't say anything. But you say it inside of yourself. I am embodying the Christ here. I am embodying God consciousness. I am embodying whatever word works for you. And my guess is if you're in, you know, interested in this podcast, Christ doesn't bother you that much. Maybe it does. Maybe you're healing that relationship. And once you heal that relationship with that word, you can still use it or use a different word. The word is just a symbol of, of a symbol. But Jeshua says, here and here alone, desiring the Father first, desiring oneness first is where you discover what you seek. Seek first the kingdom in your life. Then you become free to walk this earth, to be in the world. You look like everybody else. You're, you've got a body. You eat. You have preferences. You like things. You don't like things. Not judging, you just have preferences. You're part of the human experience, but you have a different level of awareness. You act like everybody else. Yeah, and they see it, they don't know it, but you know it, that you, the Christ dwells within you. Not as a, the ego's gonna wanna make it special. Oh, look, you're better than them. They're not aware of the Christ within them. Look at them, they still believe in the old man in the sky, God, and blah, blah, blah. The ego is going to try to do that. And that's okay. We are aware of that, we see it. We see the game the ego tries to play, and then we make a different choice. That's why humility is so important. I have my own self do nothing. Anytime I try to do something, it never works out. It never goes the way I think it will. I'm so limited in my intelligence, in my energy, in the vision that I can have. I can have. God's vision is unlimited through me. But my vision, when I try to do stuff, it never really works out. But yet I keep trying. Because I think I need to be right. I need to be the smart one. I need to make it happen. Because if I do it, then it proves something about me. Look, I'm good. I'm special. I'm worthy. So look, God, love me. The whole time when I can just get out of the way, God's like, dude, I'm loving you all the time. What are you talking about? We, I can't not love you. You are me. We're the one. So get out of the way and let's have some fun. <laughs> and there's something in you, that light. The light of the divine, that light that is with everyone, even those who have totally forgotten the light's still there. You wouldn't exist without the light. You would not, nothing would exist if it was not of the divine. Even total things that we might call evil in this world, they can't exist. They, they can't, something can't exist unless it's been birthed into existence by source. Otherwise, there's source God and then there's something else, a different power. That God's battling the good and evil. That's all baloney. That keeps you, talk about keeping you in the drama. Something, as you embody more and more light, as you choose love and you're on this path more and more, you will just hold, you will be expressed, more light will be expressed through you. As It's like great power comes great responsibility. And you will become magnetic to some people and, you know, uh, 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 repellent to other people. Other people will be so threatened by your light, so threatened by your choosing joy for no reason. Well, what reason do you have to be happy? Look at everything in the world around you. Don't you care? Aren't you outraged? And you'll say, I'm in bliss. I'm choosing peace here. I choose peace instead of this. Why? Because I can, because I am love and I'm choosing love. 
And my expression of love may not look like what you want it to be over there. And you can get outraged and upset, but I'm residing in love. And something, so it will, your love will repel some people and it will attract other people that just want to be around you for no reason. They might have reasons, but there's an energy. And you've, you've had people like that in your life where like there's something that just draws you to them. And it's their light. It's the love they embody. It's it's parts of them that are fully expressed. They're like, ooh, I want to I want to be fully expressed in that area of my life. That's why I admire them. And that's inside of you. And they inspire that in you. And so there w- there is something inside of you that will draw people to you. And it it's the Christ within you. It's the love. Christ is love. It's the love within you. Last paragraph, Jeshua says, can you imagine walking upon this earth and no matter where you are, feeling as though every wisp of cloud and every blade of grass and all good things under heaven and earth were already residing with you within this sphere of your countenance? Can you imagine walking upon this earth and sensing that the light from the farthest of stars that shines during the night is already within you, that the whole of creation was held in the palms of your hands? Would there be room yet to convince yourself that there is something you lack, something you need, that the restless you feel must be, the restlessness you feel must be valid? Beautiful paragraph. Can you imagine? Let's imagine that. Like, imagine that. Jesus, Jeshua is asking us a question, but let's do it. Can you imagine walking upon this earth, no matter where you are, and feeling that everything already resides within you. And he's talking about, I would say, the creative, powerful force of love that has birthed everything, birthed you, is within you. It's not out there. It's not lacking from you where you need to go find it and get it. It's inside. You cannot separate yourself from it. Let us step into that truth. Let us claim that for ourselves and live from that place of of, of truth and power. The world be damned. What the world thinks of us be damned. Be one of those delusional people that just is in love no matter what. That that is generous no matter what. Because we're give because we know we're giving from abundance and overflow. We know we have we can never run out of love and kindness to give. It's not a limited resource. Can you imagine that the stars shine for you and that they're within you? The love that has birthed universes is you. Is And not like when we say within you, oh, like there's me and then there's an inside of me. That's how my brain sometimes interprets this stuff. Oh, there's me and then love is within me. So I got to then find it within me and then we're still finding it. No, can you just relax and trust that you are love? What if that was the case? What if it was that simple? You're love. And not when you're in your thinking and secure, fearful mind, the ego. And even then you're still love. That's just a tiny mad idea. It's just a blemish on the the canvas of the infinite. But we just focus so much on a little blemish, which even the blemish would be part of God. So we got to love so we can love it all. Embrace love embraces all things. Love embraces all things, even the ego, even the darkness. Would there be room yet to convince yourself that there's something you lack, something you need, some, that the restlessness must be valid? 
He's not denying the feeling of restlessness in this. He's saying, but do we have to believe it's valid? When you know that all things are within you and this teaching is bringing you to that place, not because of the teaching. It's not the teaching that brings you to this place. Remember this. What is it? It's your desire. When you desire oneness with the divine, one, it's already done. It just seems to be playing out in time. It's already there. You can't be separate. But we're in time, we're waking up to this and we're experiencing it slowly. Jeshua's gently and slowly waking us up. Because if we're having a nightmare and you wake somebody up from a nightmare, it can be even more disorienting and create even more fear. And so this is a small, in-time, step-by-step process journey to wake us up so there's less and less fear and more and more love. So when you, as you experience more and more of the divine within you that is you and the love that is within you that is you, and you will know in that love the wholeness that you are safe and whole and expansive and powerful. You will not know lack. You will know that you need nothing. And that the restlessness inside is this drama, this fun, fun, silly little dream. The tiny, it's a tiny mad idea that we've taken too seriously. That's why making time for this, this is mastery showing up and seeking first, desiring more than anything else, this. But we get so busy, we wake up in our day and we got to pay our bills and we got to go to our job and we got to make the lunches. And yes, those are part of chop wood, carry water. But, But we can make this time first to connect in this way. Is there really anything more important than this? When we feel connected, life flows, we're happy, we're generous, we're kind, we feel like expansive, we have inspirations that then we want to bring into the world just for the joy of them, and then people benefit from our art and our creations, and it serves. So why do we not make connecting, reconnecting, remembering, meditation, prayer, the most important part of our day before we do anything? Maybe back in the day people did and then we got away from it. Who knows? I don't know. It doesn't matter. We can make that choice right now. And if we get caught up in stuff and we forget and we get out of our routine because of the holidays and kids off from school like I just did, like, it's okay. Our desire always brings us back. And we have a community. That's what community is about. Community is about helping each, help being there for each other, to help each other, remind each other of who we are. Because we forget, and we have Jeshua, we have lots of things that go outside, look around, everything can remind you that you are divine. And you can be that for someone else. You can be the everything that reminds someone, hey, you forgot who you are, it's okay, I get it. You're caught up in the drama of the dream right now, it's okay. It's okay to be caught up. Don't judge yourself for getting caught up. Just know who you are, and I'm here to remind you. And I'm here to just be with you as you move through this tough time because I know you're going to move through it. I know it's temporary because I know who you are. And then when I forget, and I'm going to, and I'll probably forget, you're going to remind me. And that's what community is all about together. So I love you guys. If you get value from this podcast, please take a minute and give us a good review wherever you're listening. If you want to reach out, Ask a question or just be like, hey, dude, I just want to let you know I'm listening and I appreciate – you don't have to appreciate anything. <laughs> Why am I telling you what to say? You don't have to appreciate anything. It's just nice to reach out and be like, hey, I'm listening. Just say I'm listening. 
Send me a note. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com. I love hearing from you guys when when you guys reach out. It's great. And uh, I've got some special things coming your way that have been percolating inside. I've been preparing a whole thing on the side uh, as I'm doing this podcast that I'm excited to share with you. So be on the lookout for that. And I love you guys. We'll see you soon. See you tomorrow. Bye.